Hello, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, and wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Maya Warren. She is a PhD graduate from the University of Wisconsin, whose passion for food science has inspired her to think outside the box. Many interesting things with her. She is a winner of Amazing Race 25. Uh, She is right now the Director of Research and Development and Tastemaster for Cold Stone and Pinkberry Creamery. That doesn't sound like a really fun job. And as a uh, absolute dessertarian, I am a dessertarian. I want you to know this, that I absolutely adore this. So welcome, Maya. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this. Well, so am I because, I mean, okay, so let, let, me, let me say where this all began. Maya is a past TEDx speaker for TEDx Gateway Arch, and I didn't, I don't really ever get to meet the speakers. I don't do a lot with the speakers because I'm mainly doing the marketing and operations thing. So from my end, I'm just finding out about speakers and what we need to put out there. And when I was reading everything about you, I was like, oh my gosh, I am so excited about this woman. I can't wait to hear what she has to share with us. Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I was elated when I received the first email and kind of inquiring um, my interest in TEDx uh, Gateway Arch. And I was thrilled to be chosen uh-huh. um, and to be able to, you know, share kind of like my high on life uh, with with everybody. It exactly. Was, it was a very um, engaging experience as well as just literally a thrill. So I was extremely excited um, and honored literally to be able to uh, participate. Well, and we, of course, were honored that you said yes. Thank you. (laughs) And and the experience, you know, share with the audience the experience of what it is like to give a TED Talk, because it definitely isn't just, hey, come up with a talk and we'll see you there, right? right? There's a lot more to it. Not at all. There's definitely a lot more to it, and it's a lot more of a process than I thought it was going to be. I'm kind of the person that... You know, I, I get inspired by things and that inspiration can change on a day-to-day basis. And so creating a talk ahead of time was a challenge for me, hmm. but it was something that was really good for me to do. But I'm more of the, you know, I'm inspired to say this, so I'm just going to say this. And <laughs> Ted doesn't work, sort of works that way, but needs to be more uh, written out and and sort of guided. Right. Um, and so that was a challenge for me, but, but a good challenge. It allowed me to grow in terms of my public speaking abilities and, and what I can do and what I what I need to maybe work on. And so I learned a ton. It challenged me in a very good way, challenged by choice. And I really am happy that I that I chose to embrace the challenge. Um, and it was it was really great. I had two wonderful coaches mm-hmm. uh, that worked with me and sort of an honorary coach, I guess, um, <laughs> and, and Julius that worked with me as well. And it was really, really great for me to be able to share my passions with you know, ice cream and running marathons and amazing race and share that with with the the world. And so it was very well received. And yeah, it was it was extremely challenging, but challenging in a good way. Well, I have to say it's a good combination, ice cream and then run a marathon, you know. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to burn off those calories. <laughs> but it, it is, okay, so what drew you so much to ice cream? 
I mean, you think about this. You think about, you know, a little kid and what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, I want to be an ice cream taster. (laughs) And it's true. I mean, I do quite a bit of public speaking, you know, across the nation. And, you know, whether I'm talking to a group of third graders or I'm talking to a room full of, you know, 70-year-olds, people love ice cream or frozen aerated desserts, which is how I like to um, put everything into a category. And so... Say that again. Frozen aerated desserts. So it's a dessert like ice cream, gelato, uh, frozen yogurt that is frozen, but it's aerated. So we pump in air into it to make it less dense, more fluffy, easier to scoop, hits the palate in a different way than a more dense product that maybe you can't really scoop kind of hard as a rock kind of thing. So I fell in love with ice cream as a kid. Used to have an easy bake oven, used to have one of those little kid ice cream makers <laughs> that it didn't, make the best didn't really ice cream. make the best product. I mean, I'll admit, I'll admit. I'm like, well, why is it salty? Like, easy what did bake I do oven? Wrong? Oh my word, those were horrible. Oh my gosh, but they're, I mean, it's a light bulb, people. That is a light bulb baking, baking, quote unquote, uh, some kind of concoction that we mix together with some powders and water or and milk. Totally I don't dangerous. Know what it was. Completely like, dangerous. But. Think about how many people had Easy Bake Ovens or these little ice cream makers and fell in love with them. At that point in time, when I was like six years old, I did not realize that I was doing science. I thought I was just cooking. I I didn't realize. And so when I was then able to go to college, I was a chemistry major there, and then I fell in love with food science because I was watching the Food Network, a show on the Food Network called Unwrapped, where they literally unwrap how food is made, and they went, on this particular episode, they went into a flavor chemistry lab, and they Ah. were making uh, Jones Soda. Oh the yeah, the soda that comes in the glass bottle, right. kind of a funky, kind of a funky twist on sodas. They were making different sodas taste like various parts of a Thanksgiving meal. So you had your green, green bean casserole flavored soda, your oh. cranberry sauce flavored soda, <laughs> turkey and gravy flavored soda. I know, completely does not sound appetizing. But from a scientific point of view, I Very was interesting. literally intrigued. I mean, I was drooling at the mouth with the opportunity to possibly become a flavor chemist. Right. How cool would that be? And so I actually looked up going to going out east and doing a seven-year apprenticeship. Um, but I decided, you know, maybe I shouldn't go that route because if I do, what if I don't like it? What am I going to fall back on? Right. And so I actually ended up interning at Malto Mill Cereal Company during my senior year. Uh, it was right up the street from Carleton College. Northfield, Minnesota. So I biked there uh, in my senior year and didn't necessarily fall in love with grain science because grain, of course, in the cereal um, arena. But I really figured out that I love food science. And so I asked myself when I was about 20 or 21, you know, Maya, what do you love? And I said, well, I love ice cream. And so <laughs> I said, I'm going to do what I love and love what I do for the rest of my life. And That's awesome. I set out to pursue a career in ice cream. Did not know where that was going to take me. Did not know the world of frozen desserts. But from the moment that I stepped into the University of Wisconsin-Madison, started studying frozen aerated desserts to today, I love it more and more and more every day. It's so. awesome. I love the idea of it. It's, okay, I got to think. I'm, I can't get off of Malta meal right now. Like, did you... <laughs> I mean, did you make a bunch of flavors there? Does Malto Mill come in flavors? Malto, Malto, so Malto Mill makes Malto Mill, which is similar to like cream of wheat, like the right. warm kind of cereal thing. But they also make cereals, like bags of cereals. Uh, gotcha. So I actually did not work on the warm product. I worked on um, 
the sugar or cereal slurries, which was like mashed up cereal to look at the viscosity of the cereal slurry. Cereal slurry. <laughs> that does not sound good. I didn't taste it. <laughs> I just worked on the viscoelastic properties of it. The visco- so. so is that like mouthfeel? Um, it was looking at the rheological properties, so how well it pumps and flows. Oh, interesting. So there's a lot to do with food science. Like Cheerios did not just sort of appear one day. Like there's a jet puff extruder that creates <laughs> Cheerios. And that's the beauty of food science is that, you know, Pop-Tarts did not just appear. There's food scientists there's out there a lot working it. on them, creating them. But, you know, about 90% of products, ideas, 90% of ideas actually don't make it all the way to the store shelves. I would believe that. This is so interesting. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Awesome. And we will be right back with Maya Warren. Get raw with chaos on Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m. at studiocradio.com. And we're back. This is Mish Hancock on Mishmash. We're talking to Maya Warren about, okay, what a wonderful subject, ice cream. So tell me about what you're doing now. I mean, literally as a taste, I mean, do you actually get to just taste all the ice cream and say good, bad, needs more of this? <laughs> well, it's a little bit more than that. <laughs> I would guess so. <laughs> so after graduating from University of Wisconsin-Madison with my PhD in food science, specializing in the microstructure, sensorial, and behavioral properties of frozen aerated desserts. Oh, my word. I ended up um, being, I guess, lucky and being contacted by Cold Stone Creamery, who now, who's under the umbrella of Kahala Brands out of Scottsdale, Arizona. Okay. And they also just acquired Pinkberry, which is a frozen yogurt company, uh, mainly located on the coast. Okay. um, But also internationally and a few in D.C., Texas kind of areas. Um, And I'm now the director of R&D and Tastemaster. And what that means is, yes, I do taste a lot of product, but I also get to innovate. So, you know, coming up with new flavors, you know, what's the wow flavor? coming up with new frozen aerated products. So in the U.S., we think a lot about ice cream. But, of course, internationally, we have gelato. And in other places, we have, like, ices, ices that are really popular. So it's coming up with maybe new types of products, new flavors, and troubleshooting. So there may be existing products, existing flavors that maybe need a little bit of of work in some arenas. And so we work on those. We work on making dairy-free products because that's a big thing right now, you know, with a lot of allergens. Right. making dairy-free products and, you know, making things that have no sugar added. And when you don't add sugar to ice cream, ice cream type products, it's actually really difficult because sugar is a basically lowers the freezing point depression of a product. And really? So, and so sugar in ice cream, sucrose, is actually a really good thing. It helps the product freeze. Well, personally, I feel it's a good thing. Oh, I think it's an awesome <laughs> thing. <laughs> I think it's absolutely wonderful. It makes it really, really, really not sinfully delicious. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I... I I love sugar. I love fat. Um, They are important in ice cream, but I think everything should be consumed in moderation. But as also part of my position with Kahala Brands, I do a lot of PR. So I'm also the face of Cold Stone and Pinkberry. And so I travel doing various speaking engagements. Uh, Cold Stone is right now partnered with Best Buddies. And actually, I'm in Scottsdale on Monday. Uh, We are doing a 
we're working with Warner Brothers right now to uh, publicize the the um, movie Batman versus Superman. Really? Yeah. Okay. And so um, I'm doing a movie premiere on Monday with Best Buddies in Scottsdale. Oh, that's so, so really cool! Fun. Yeah. And well, I, I like a movie premiere. You go, get to walk down the red carpet I don't know type how, thing. How or? fancy smancy it's gonna be? Do you have to get all fancy smancy fun. dressed? I might. I don't know, but I like that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> I totally would. And yeah. then if people, if no one asked you who the designer is, just let just yell it right, out yeah. to everybody as you go by. <laughs> so it'll be fun. But it'll be really, really good for the for the Best Buddies um, organization as well. But actually, just yesterday, here in St. Louis, I was on Great Day St. Louis. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and we were doing some Chop Chop Fold Fold on the Stone at Cold Stone. And so it's actually premiering tomorrow. We were talking about, you know, my, my new position with Kahala Brands and also featuring the Batman, Superman, and there's Wonder Woman, too. So there's a creation for Ooh. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So oh, so they each have their own ice cream? They each have their own ice cream creation, creation. which is which is really cool. So, yeah. So I encourage people to go out to Cold Stone, get, you know, get some of that Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman creations, and just enjoy. But Why not? I Will it make me feel like cream. a superhero? Um, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> possibly. I mean, every time I eat ice cream, I, I feel good. So whatever that good feeling is inside of you let it out you know that's, that's what I believe <laughs> so what um tell us about the tv show yes. tell us about the pilot so, that you filmed so I am working on I have this idea I guess after the um, well sort of before the amazing race actually I didn't know really what I was going to do and I had this desire to share my love for food science and ice cream with the world and what better way to do it than use a media outlet like television to get it out there and right. so after being on the Amazing Race, I realized, you know, I, I kind of like this TV thing. I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> digging it. I could maybe do this. And everything I isn't going to be as fast and crazy as the Amazing Race. And I understand that. But, but why not try to pursue it? So... I'm actually um, working with a production company right now, and we are looking at doing some stuff with science, education, and food, um, and possibly, you know, seeing where that goes. So I, of course, can't say too much about the right. pilot. Um, I can't give too much away, but I feel very honored for the opportunity, and I actually um, shared with the production staff when I was doing some filming that this was, I feel... I feel more proud of this moment than I did when I received my PhD. And people were like, what? Like, this was only a two-day thing. And that was like a six-and-a-half-year thing. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I know, but let me explain. Um, television is not a realm where a lot of scientists are seen. Right. And so it's more of a hurdle, more of a barrier to cross through than being a scientist and getting a PhD. So for me, in those moments where people found me as a person interesting and found what I do and what, what I want to do with sharing my love for food and food science, ice cream with the world and educate people and let them know how important it is for people to understand their food right. and not just think that, you know, uh, companies are out there just putting in all of these ingredients that we don't know the names of and they're horrible for us. You know, they're, they're, they're not. They're in there for a reason. A lot of them are in there for a reason. And without them, we can't have extended shelf lives of food. We can't have um, food that can go overseas and help and help people in, in that nature. So I, I hope that I get the show. I mean, I don't know where things are <laughs> oh, right I think now, be but, so but cool. yeah, I'm, I'm excited for whatever happens. I, I feel honored. So Well, and it's, I think it'd be really interesting. I mean, and it's true. It's, it's so, you know, we have this, um, I have this thing about candy. I love and mm -hmm. adore candy. Mm -hmm. I mean, candy, candy. And my feeling is, is I used to feel guilty about it. And at one point I thought, you know what? I don't want to feel guilty about this anymore. Yeah. This is crazy to mm -hmm. feel. I love it. 
I, I'm going to just embrace accept it, it yeah. and embrace it. So now I have this thought when I when I have my bag of candy and I'm looking at it that I am thankful for it. And awesome. I'm thankful for the amazing graphic design artist that made this <laughs> wonderful packaging that drew me to it at the grocery awesome. store. See? You know, and the people that it's feeding and the people yeah. that made it. And, and I think if you put that that positive energy on your food as opposed to, you know, you're sitting there eating it going, oh my gosh, I, I can't shouldn't believe- be eating this. Oh, this you know. is so terrible for me. If right. you're putting a positive spin on it, then hey, it's it good helps. energy. Yeah. And, but, and you know. But when you're, you know, when you're consuming food, you have to think that, okay, I'm, I'm eating this. Yes, it has X, Y, and Z, cal- you know, calories, fat, whatever. You know, if you, if you go on a walk or if you ride a bike or you, you know, do a couple of sit-ups, push-ups, you know, there, there's a balance to life. And there so, you go. I admit, I don't do it every day. I eat ice cream a lot, and I probably should run a bit more than <laughs> I do. It's your job. It's right. It's, it's for the job. Whenever I do it, I'm like, it's for the job. It's okay. <laughs> it's my job. I have to try right, this one. I have to. I have to. But um, it's, I don't know, every time that I'm able to, like, share what I do with people, I just get that much more inspired. I talked in Shiloh, Illinois about a month and a half, two months ago, I spoke with a group of third graders, about 150 third graders. Aww. And they were just googly-eyed glued to everything I was saying. And it was just so awesome that they learned that they too could follow their dreams. Yeah. Because for me doing ice cream, it was a dream. Yeah. And, that, and, and that to know, possible. like for those kids to know, like, wow, I could have a job doing yeah. something like that. Yeah. But awesome. even, you know, little kids all the way to high school students. I spoke at Soldan High School to about 15 sophomores and juniors, and they were in awe with the fact that someone that looked like them could achieve something. And then that, therefore, they, too, could maybe one day go out and follow their dreams. Awesome stuff, Maya. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Maya Warren. This episode is sponsored by Cranky with a K, Canine Dog Training. You can find them at crankycaninedogtraining.com, owned by Bo Harrison. They focus on crate training and potty training, and they do individualized training and boot camps. Hi, this is Mishmash. Uh, you are back with Mish Hancock and Maya Warren. And this is one of my favorite parts of the show because I get to ask some fun questions. Fun and wacky. Fun and wacky because <laughs> I'm all about the wacky. And my first question to you, and this can go into any direction you want it to go. Um, what is the craziest flavor of ice cream you have ever thought of, invented, want to make, you name it, and you can go wherever you want with this? One of the craziest um, flavors that I have thought of, I actually can't say because I don't want anyone else to get the okay. idea. <laughs> so don't say it. So I won't say that one. But one of the craziest, wackiest things I've ever actually seen made has been a chicken and waffle ice cream where they actually take a sweet cream ice cream mix and then they add in chicken broth. So the ice cream now tastes a little bit like chicken broth. And then they freeze it and... To that, they then add waffle pieces and like maple syrup, and people actually thought it was pretty good. Interesting. Yeah, but I've also had um, a, a durian ice cream, which it tastes how it kind of smells. I mean, it doesn't. It's not not the most pleasant thing in the world, but it's 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 interesting. It's, what is it again? Durian. It's the fruit that uh, has a major odor. Oh, <laughs> I've also Ooh. had um, hop, hops ice cream, which is a bit strong. Um, <laughs> I've also had avocado habanero, 
which was actually really, that really, interesting. really good. And why it was so good is because avocado has enough fat in it that it adds that much more um, impact on the creaminess perception. That in makes the ice total cream. sense. And having that ice, having ice cream with kind of that heat aspect coming in with the habanero, it balances it very well. So I've also had ice cream with, you know, goat cheese and balsamic vinegar and like candied cherries. I mean, you can almost, you can almost do anything with ice cream. Cream. Almost. I think it's fascinating. Well, and okay, and during the break, you were talking about some the, about ice cream and donuts being yes, a big deal now. Yeah. So there's this place in Pasadena, California called Afters Ice Cream, and they are doing this thing where they're having like again like a cookie, a ice cream cookie sandwich. Instead of having cookie on the outside, it's donut. So basically, oh. it's a scoop of ice cream or two or whatever inside of a donut. And I mean, how much more gluttonous and delicious can you can you get? I think that's a really like, good idea. I haven't, I haven't had it, but it's so crazy because in America, we're like, half of us are like, oh, we have to be super healthy. And then the other half of us are like, give me a donut stuff with ice cream. <laughs> so it's like, really, which route are we going? But my brother lives in Pasadena and he told me that they're delicious. I haven't been able to um, have them yet, but I'm sure next time I'm there, I will definitely make my way over to Pasadena. I think I'm just going to try. I'm just going to go get donuts today. Yeah, you can still get a donut and put some, put some ice cream, cream and I'm, call it a day. I know what I'm having for dessert now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you know, why not, right? But that's the big thing right now. And also kind of like overindulging. There's this place in New York called, I think it's called like Black Tap or something like that. They have these shakes that you pretty much, it's whatever you can fit inside and on the outside of the glass, they put in the shake. So they have like huge things of cotton candy just like all around it and huge cookies and M&Ms swirling out everywhere. And it's, oh my it's like the big thing. But then you have places that are like, oh, we're just going to have completely all-natural frozen product that has kale and cucumber and spinach and whatever other green leafy vegetable we can add. And it's it's like it's smoothie complete ice cream. Opposite. Yeah, it's, it's, com- <laughs> it's complete opposite. And so it's very interesting to see how our nation is is operating on the on that food thing. It's so like, we're just we- playing. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I'm like, you know, if you're going to go, go all the way. Yeah. Right. Oh, all the way. See, I'm with you on that. Yeah. It's like I don't, I, I don't want to have to try to make my dessert good for me. Really, <laughs> I just, I mean, it, 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 it's good for my soul for right. it to be as yeah. crazy and indulgent as yeah. possible. But everything in moderation. <laughs> I'm not saying everyone should eat a pint of ice cream every day. It's everything in moderation. Well, of course. So that I do, I do want to. And then stand go by that. run a marathon so you can <laughs> right, run. Or go run. <laughs> you know, I should probably sign up for a race soon. I have not done that. But well, it's so okay. let's say that the amazing race came back to you. They said, we want you to do this again. Where would you want it to be? Have you thought about where you'd want it to be? I want to go to places where people do not speak English. It's that much more of a difficult challenge. I want to go places where we can drive, but the driving is is difficult. Um, I want to go wherever they actually want to take me, honestly, because I really would love to go back on The Amazing Race, but they've never had, I shouldn't say never, they've had winners come back one time. Um, Once pair of winners uh, that won, but they've not had a winner's edition of The Amazing Race. So if anyone on uh, World Race Productions is listening out there, Amazing Race, bring back winner's edition and let us, you know, compete it I out and run around a, the world it's a, again. It's a fabulous idea. I would absolutely Why not? love it. Why not, right? But bring it the was, winners I mean, back on. It was a fabulous experience, something that I am just proud of the fact that I just tried out. Yeah. that's how it was. I just tried out. 
Yeah. Well, and yeah. And, and he had so much fun with it. <gasps> and, you know, just, I mean, took it on, went, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah, literally. Like, take the bull by its horn or take, you know, whatever and, and go and run with it. You know, you have cards, you're dealt cards, and you make the best of the hand that you have. And that's kind of how I approach life. Exactly. And it's it's been it's so, so kind of crazy that I even went on The Amazing Race <laughs> and even crazier that we won The Amazing Race um, because we only had 60 seconds. We had 60 second opportunity in Chicago um, to convince the camera people and whoever else would see our footage why we should go on The Amazing Race. And I so, totally can tell why they picked you. Go, come on. But you never You're awesome. Know. Yeah, but still, I mean, you know, it's like, it's like people, you have a presence and, well, and it's noticeable and people are like, okay, yeah, her. thank you thank you so i'm gonna stick with ice cream a bit Mm -hmm. here um have you ever watched a movie that featured ice cream that you thought was an interesting thought for this movie like or have you ever just you know how there's there's movies out there that have food in them are there any that have ice cream you know i don't recall off the top of my head either like I remember Like Water for Chocolate had all kinds of interesting food things going on in it. Um, and there have been, what was the hmm. Big Night, I think was the name of another. But has ice cream ever been featured in a, a see? I'm telling you, there's I a space know. here for you, Maya. Yeah, I don't know. We need a feature film. We do. All about, all about ice cream. Yeah, it has and to I revolve around would, ice cream. I think people would go see it. Heck yeah. And then they have to eat ice cream while they're watching yes, it. Yes, <laughs> that would be a prerequisite for right. any theater yeah. that wants to yeah. show the they film. They have, have to, to offer ice cream. ice cream. Yeah. Or Dippin' Dots, which isn't really ice cream. What are Dippin' Dots? Those are mysterious Dippin to Dots me. Dippin' Dots are frozen milk products. Uh, so ice cream has a legal definition. Okay. It has to have 10 per- in the United States as a legal definition. It has to have 10% or more milk fat. Okay. I'm not sure if Dippin' Dots actually has 10% or more milk fat. I would so be it's surprised not illegal. If it does. <laughs> well, it's it's a strange thing though. My daughter is in competitive cheer, and mm-hmm. wherever competitive cheer things are going on, Dippin' Dots are there. Is there. Ice cream of the future, and they all love them. Yeah, you know. And so for eight hundred dollars, you get this tiny little thing of <laughs> of little tiny th- that they love. And I, know. I, I mean, nothing against Dippin' Dots. Not my favorite. I don't really get it. But I've always thought how. Oh, how did they do that? So they're actually dropping in little drops of ice cream product, whether it's milk, cream, whatever the formula is. Right. They're dropping it in to liquid nitrogen. And oh, liquid nitrogen gotcha. is so cold right. that it freezes it right away. So basically well, once the once the drop hits the the liquid nitrogen, it forms a sphere because it it's it, it doesn't even really have time to form like really large ice crystals or anything like really? that. So it's it's an instantaneous frozen um Little situation. tiny circles. Little tiny circles. Um and that's why when you get them, you're not supposed to you're supposed to let them warm up a little bit because they're still quite quite uh, cold. Interesting. Um, otherwise, they'll kind of stick to your tongue, like the Christmas story with the kid and his tongue, <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, but I mean, Dippin' Dots. It's, I mean, it's a cool thing. I mean, it's, it's it is. It's interesting. It was a different, it's an interesting spin. product. Yeah, it's a different spin on frozen desserts. Now, Dippin' Dots are not aerated, so I would not call, consider that a frozen aerated okay. dessert. It's mixed that's dropped directly into um, liquid nitrogen, and then it's you know, kind of you know comes off and then either packaged and frozen and are 
put into a deep freeze and they're there for for consumers. So interesting. Yeah. Well, Maya, we are out of time. I'm so sad. Well, I thank fast. you. I thank you so much for being on the show thank with us. Thank you. Thank and you. Uh, please do let us know when Maya Warren, the ice cream story, comes to the films. And <laughs> I can I go to the premiere? Oh, for sure. Oh, awesome. I'll wear something awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, thank Maya. You. Thank you for having me. You've been listening to Mishmash. This is Mish Hancock. Thank you all, and we will see you next time.